This is the Empowered by the Word radio show, touching and changing lives through the Word of God. I am your host, Dr. Wanda Coleman, and today we're going to talk about every good thing isn't a God thing. Every good thing isn't a God thing. In Acts chapter 9, we're going to start at verse 36. It says, In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which when translated is Dorcas, who was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lida was near Joppa, so when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lida, they sent two men to him and urged him, please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called the believers and the widows and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. We're going to talk about every good thing isn't a God thing. And I want to read to you Psalm 23 Revisited. And Christine and Tom Sign, who wrote Living on Purpose, Finding God's Best for Your Life, wrote this regarding Psalm 23 Revisited. The clock is my dictator. I shall not rest. It makes me lie down only when exhausted. It leads me into deep depression. It hounds my soul. It leads me in circles of frenzy for activity's sake. Even though I run frantically from task to task, I will never get it all done for my ideal is with me. Deadlines and my need for approval, they drive me. They demand performance from me beyond the limits of my schedule. They anoint my head with migraines. My end basket overflows. Surely fatigue and time pressure shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the bonds of frustration forever. Now, I I need to say I'm so happy that that is not the Psalm 23 that I turn to for comfort and reassurance. No, no, no. That is not what I want to read. But it is so true. And as we head into the second half of 2021, we're in the month of July. And we started out this year with goals and things that we needed to achieve, wanted to achieve. We had objectives and sometimes we push ourselves over the limits. We push ourselves too much, so much so that we do not get the rest that we need so much so that we do not get the sleep that we need so much so that we are going, 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 and we do not stop to eat properly. We do not stop to breathe. We do not stop to even take care of those around us like we need to. But even with that, since we're talking about self-care, I want us to point the finger at us. And look at what we're doing. Look at what you're doing. Look at the man or woman in the mirror and see what can be improved so that you can get the 
self-care that you need, what needs to be tweaked, what needs to be dropped, what you need to take your hand off of or back away from so that you can get the self-care that you need. Wayne Cordero, he wrote a book, Leading on Empty, and it says lack of self-care leads to depression, illness, burnout, exhaustion, and death. A lot of times we deal with illness in our body and it's because we are not getting ample sleep. I noticed that I was on vacation this past week and I felt so much better because I was able to sleep in every day. I had a staycation and I took time to rest. So we have to take time to rest. We, we are here talking about Tabitha and we see here that Tabitha was always doing good and helping the poor. And we would think there's nothing wrong with that. But we're talking about every good thing isn't a God thing. And just because we are always doing good and always helping the poor, we have to ask ourselves, are we in purpose? Are we doing the things that we were called to do? Are the things and the people that we're paying attention to are our assignment? Because we're not assigned to everyone. Everybody and everything cannot be our assignment because we would never get anything done. Are we taking time away from, from things we're supposed to be doing to do things that are not bad? They're just not what we're supposed to do. So every good thing isn't a God thing. Tabitha was always doing good. She was always serving, always the point person, always on time, always the last to leave, always attending to the details, always in the midst of doing something, always helping. And if we're always doing anything, something else is not getting done. Let's say that again. Let me repeat that for the people in the back who may be, a, may be listening across the globe right now. If we're always doing something, something else is not getting done. So every good thing isn't a God thing. And if we're always doing good, if we're always doing, we are rarely in a place of being. If we're always doing, we're rarely in a place of being. We're rarely in a place to commune with God. We're rarely in a place to rest. We're rarely in a place to be still. We're rarely in a place to just breathe. We're rarely in a place to think about our concerns. So, Ask yourself, do you need to be still? Do you need to rest? Do you need to go to sleep? Do you need to have a seat? Do you need to delegate to somebody else? Uh-oh. Do you need to say no? Do you need to say someone else can do it? Because every time someone rings your phone, you do not have to answer. Do not disturb is a great feature on our cell phones. So every good thing isn't a God thing. So what is a God thing? A God thing is a thing of purpose. 
It defines what we do and don't do. That's what Rick Warren says, the one who wrote The Purpose Driven Life. A God thing is of purpose. A God thing is a thing we're called to. The call of God is irrevocable. So are you operating in your calling or are you just doing something because you like it? The call provides direction. A God thing is in God's will for our lives. A lot of times we're spending our wills trying to do things, but they're not even in the will of God for our lives. So every good thing isn't a God thing. And we find ourselves doing good, but dying due to self-neglect. Although we know how to multitask and set schedules, we rarely schedule time for ourselves. We're guilty when we need to take a break. We feel like we can't take a break and we feel guilty when we decide, okay, I'm just going to take a break for a minute. Let me say this, and I'm not trying to be offensive or anything like that, but Sometimes we, we put ourselves in positions where people think we are too important and we may be important to a lot of things, but when we are putting ourselves in a position where we are the only one, that's a problem. So we can't be so busy that we feel like we can't take a moment to rest and take a break. And part of the problem is we place other needs before our own needs much too often. Much too often. We do not take the time to come out from the trenches to pray and refuel. Mark 6 and 31 says he talking about Jesus to them, the disciples, come away by yourselves to a secluded place and rest a while for they they were already out there for there were many people coming and going and they did not even have time to eat. Have you ever been so busy and so caught up in work and so caught up in the trenches of things, so caught up in catching up, so caught up in um, responding to emails, so caught up in those type of things that you didn't even stop to eat. You realized it was like three, four o'clock in the afternoon and you hadn't even eaten for the day. We place others' needs before our own needs much too often. Much too often. Another thing that's happened is that we have become too accessible. Too accessible. Being too accessible makes us more prone to burnout because although we have left the building, we are still dealing with the stressors of the day. I don't know how much during this one week vacation that I had to purposely turn my mind off and not think about work. I, I made a point to say that I am away from the office and will not have access to email or phone because in the 21st century, people will still try to call you on your vacation. I have had to tell people at work, don't call me. I am out of the office because we go on vacations for a reason, right? We go on vacations to get a break. 
being too accessible again makes us prone to burnout and although we left the building we're still dealing with the stressors of the day so we don't want to be that person we don't want to be that person always the one we don't always want to be the one we want to be able to delegate tabitha was in a place where she was always doing good and always helping the poor and she became sick and died. Another issue that we run into, every good thing isn't a God thing, is because we do not voice our concerns. A lot of times we have too much on our plate. Many are overwhelmed. We, we see here, even in scripture, we do not even hear Tabitha's voice. We don't know what is going through Tabitha's mind. We don't know what she's feeling. We don't know what her emotion behind it is. We don't know what that is. We don't hear her voice. And a lot of times we don't even mention that we're tired. We don't voice that we're drained. We don't say that we need help. We just keep going and going and going until we run out of energy. And I, I will say this too, when we don't voice our concerns, we are teaching people how to treat us. We're teaching people that it's okay to keep packing stuff on our plate. So we have to voice our concerns. And I apologize in advance if you're hearing fireworks. Although the 4th of July has passed, um, people are still popping fireworks all around us. So... If you're hearing something in the background, I apologize um, for that. Unfortunately, I, I can't get away from that. But I hope it's not too much of a distraction. We do not voice our concerns. So every good thing isn't a God thing. So what do we do? We have to realize that we are not superman or superwoman we ain't every woman we have limits and we have to put boundaries in place we have to learn how to say no we have to learn how to say you know what i'm not available that day turn off the phone turn off the phone we have to overcome the martha syndrome remember martha and mary martha was the one distracted by all of the preparation and Mary was the one that sat at Jesus's feet the two sisters we have to overcome the Martha syndrome the Martha syndrome we're distracted by many tasks yes there are some things that need to be done but do we have to do it all Martha was always busy Martha didn't take the time to position herself to sit at the master's feet Martha was the one saying, hey, I need help. Not realizing that help was there if she just positioned herself to sit at his feet and learn of him. Jesus probably would have told her, hey, you don't need to do all of that. As a matter of fact, he told her, "You, hey, yeah, there, there's a lot of things that needs to be done here. But only one thing is needed. And Mary, she found that thing, and I'm not going to take that thing from her. She, she found that the only thing that was needed was to sit at Jesus' feet and learn of him. And as we learn of him, he will lead us and guide us and give us direction. He will tell us what to do. 
so we won't have to do everything. He would say, no, you can put that down. Uh, you may need to attend to that. You may need to pick that up. That's, that needs to be done right now. But that, that can wait. So we have to overcome this need to be needed. Sometimes people just need to be needed. Part of discovering the importance of self-care is realizing you matter and I matter. Let go of the need to be needed. Other pe people will step up if we move out of the way. We are not the only people who can come to the rescue. As a matter of fact, we're not Jesus. We're not the Savior. So I bet you if you did not answer that phone call, I bet you if you did not respond to that text, whoever was calling or whoever was texting, whoever was sending you the email, we'll find someone else to help. We'll find another way to get it done. So we, we need to let go of the need to be needed because we don't need to be in every situation. We don't need to be in every conversation. We don't need to have an opinion about everything. We, we, people don't have to always come to us and get advice and figure out what to do. As a matter of fact, if we continue to do that, we're enabling people. They'll never figure it out. They'll never see that they can do it on their own if we're always the go-to. Tabitha, she was always doing good and helping the poor. But every good thing isn't a God thing. We will burn ourselves out trying to be everything for everybody. Again, everyone is not our assignment. Give yourself permission to say no. Give yourself permission to step back. Give yourself permission to have a seat. Give yourself permission to go to sleep. Rest your mind. I'm so thankful that when we don't have enough common sense sometimes to sit ourselves down Sometimes we'll hear a message, we'll hear a word, we'll hear something that'll let us know, you need to rest, you need to take a break. They put Tabitha in the upper room, but I wonder if Tabitha was in the upper room before she died. See, the upper room, is it represents the place of prayer, the place of worship, the, the place of communion with God. Are you taking time to pray, to be in the upper room, to get direction, to commune with God, to see what it is that you need to be doing at this point in time, at this stage in your life, even throughout the day? We say, give us this day our daily bread. It focuses on food for the day. Give us our instruction for the day. Give us our our task for the day. Help us know what we need to focus on for the day. And anything else that can't fit in that day has to wait until another day. Give us this day, O oh Lord. We have to take the Sabbath day seriously. Get in the habit of practice, practicing Sabbath from God's perspective. From God's perspective, he wants us to worship. He wants us to reflect. 
being, being in a place where we can rest. We need to rest in the Lord. Psalm 37 and 7 says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Psalm 62 and 1 says, truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. We have to learn to rest in the Lord. We have to learn to practice the Sabbath. Remember, do not neglect the upper room. While we still have breath in our body, we still have purpose. We still have another opportunity to commune with God. We still have another opportunity to do the things that we are called to and purposed for. Every good thing isn't a God thing. He wants us to, to know that so that we can finish out this year not burnt out, but well. Not weary and tired, but full of fervor and passion because we're doing the things that he's called us to do. My time with you may be a little shorter today because as I mentioned, people are really going off with the fireworks around me. But I want you to know that every good thing isn't a God thing. Thankfully, that wasn't the end of Tabitha's story. Thankfully, Peter was able to pray over her and to help her to her feet. And sometimes when we are in a place where we can't see that we are burning ourselves out because we're always trying to do good, we need someone else to point it out and help us out. We need some some people with wisdom and have our best interest at heart to tell us, hey, you may need to put that down. Because it does us no good to get to the finish line and not be able to enjoy and celebrate, celebrate the, the prize. We want to get to the end of the finish line and be able to enjoy and celebrate. We don't want to kill over too much from exhaustion knowing that we ran a heck of a race, but we're too broken up and tired to enjoy what we won. So every good thing isn't a God thing. And I want to end by reading to you Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepareth the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup, runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the Empowered by the Word radio show. 
touching and changing lives through the word of God. I am your host, Dr. Wanda Coleman. And until we meet again, you are blessed to be a blessing. Know that I love you with the love of the Lord. And remember, be empowered by the word.